Hi guys, and welcome to Pop Poor Review, the podcast that takes you where most people have gone before, to the movies and out for a drink, but we do it here at the same time. I'm here with Matt Chico. Hello. And Kelly. Hello. And we are going to talk about you the... introduce yourself. Oh yeah, I'm Jimmy. I'm not used to doing <laughs> intros, so yeah, so I'm Jimmy, and today we're going to be talking about um, Rocket Man. The your Elton face, John like, biopic? Really like for us to like sing it. Your face really like expanded. Man. You're like Rocket Man? Rocket Man? Okay, but before we get into that, we've got to talk about our headlines, which is a little bit different today. We're not gonna sing first? No, we're not gonna sing. We'll do that later. Oh. Um but our headlines, we're gonna do a little mini review of the movie Booksmart, which I think is highly underrated right now at the box office. Well, we all got to see it um at one of those AMC pre screenings. So we saw it about a week before it came out and I think we all loved it, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. It was really good. So, what did you guys think of it? <laughs> it was <laughs> really good. It was, it was really, really good. good. No, but um, this is a movie um, that was directed by Olivia Wilde. Wild. So, this Her was directorial a, debut. This is like pretty much the female version of Superbad, but like, in my personal opinion, <laughs> a lot better. Like, yeah. The movie hit a lot of... It was a good movie, a coming-of-age movie, but it was also, like, hilarious at the same time. I give props to Beanie Feldstein, and um, I'm sorry, I forgot the... Caitlin Davers? Caitlin Danvers or Davers. Yeah, We're I so sorry, Caitlin, if you're listening. And, you're my fa- and she's my favorite part of the I movie. <laughs> I also have to give a shout-out to the amazing supporting cast in that movie, especially Billy Lord, because she was the scene-stealer in that film. Name the supporting cast. I will. If you well, love them so much, name When them. I go into IMDb, Jason, so, like, Jason Sudeikis was hostile. in it, and um, the guy from Real O'Neill's, and Santa Clarita Diet. Awesome. This is a great cast Whoa, list. Like, you didn't even say his real name. I, I need to look it up. You know, a lot of these people weren't, like, even actors. What I think... you mean? A lot of them never acted before. What? Yeah. Um, the girl the girl who was... Uh, um, not not Beanie Feldstein's character, Caitlin... What's, uh-huh. uh, Amy, I think her name was? Yeah. Like, the person she was really interested in. A lot of the stoner kids, the ones that looked like stoner kids, they all really never acted well, before. Well, like, hardly... Like, the one who... To her she was into was Diana Silvers, and she's actually in Ma right now. She has like a lot of upcoming movies. Like she's just getting started. But I before feel. that, I'm saying but she before, really yeah. wasn't. In, yeah, and I, I'm I mean, saying a lot of these people really I thought were unknowns and the others just getting the, into it. The two I was talking about were Skylar Gisondo and um, Noah Galvin, who I thought were excellent in that movie, and just the entire cast was just great in that movie. It was just like a really like fun change of pace movie it's like mm-hmm. you kind of like you were like oh it's like a nice movie compared to like it's just like a nice different movie compared to like everything that's out there i don't know i feel i feel like people it's, it's good fresh. like counter programming it's good counter programming yeah. but at the box office it was well they also put it the worst weekend ever they did they should have released this at a better weekend but they because really it went up have. against um aladdin and brightburn but then this week too it the, the weekend the next week it's Rocketman, Godzilla, and Ma. It's like yeah. three it really big just, movies. It really just came out during like a really heavy like movie release period. And it kind of like just got covered. And, and I've actually, I haven't seen this on Twitter like a lot, but a lot of film critics and big people in the industry are really trying to get people out to see this movie. Um, I even saw a tweet by Olivia Wilde saying like, don't go see the big blockbusters this weekend. Please go support like indie film and stuff. And a lot of people, her movie. So she going to say that. Yeah. But a lot of people are like, it's indie film. Like this is what is the backbone also. Yeah. You can have, you can have a million blockbusters or tentpole movies every year, but the indie film is really what gets people interested in filmmaking. 
So from a filmmaker's perspective, like I went to film school, my brother went to film school. It, it, it's I didn't go. Kelly to went film. to law school. She went to law school. But <laughs> you need to really. St- that's what you start out. Not everyone jumps to the big tentpole <laughs> movies right away. You need to start out with the little indie films where you either make on a shoestring budget or find someone to back it a little bit. One of the independent studios, and then you just go with it. And then if you look now, I'm looking uh, like a lot of the big blockbuster movies are directed by a lot of indie filmmakers, that's especially horror filmmakers. That is, yeah, it's a new thing that I've I've been noticing. Like Marvel doesn't pick, you know, like the big Steven Spielberg's, David Fincher's. They um, pick people from they low pick, budget. They pick people from low budget movies. I think one because they're a little cheaper. But also, you can take if you can make a movie out of nothing, like with like no budget and all that, and make a still really good movie. They want a really good story too, from out of, out of those like big blockbuster movies too. So they they pick the people who can bring in the story and are able to expand it on a bigger budget. I mean, again, mm-hmm. like that's also like hit and miss because like, some indie um, filmmakers just can't handle such a huge budget, though. Yeah, yeah, that, it, it is true. And I mean, I, I do see Olivia Wilde work directing again. Actually, I feel like she's a better director it's than funny, she's an actress. She said that she was... That's like, like Greta Gerwig. Yeah, I, think, I hate Greta Gerwig as an actress, but I love Lady Bird, oh, and I can't Olivia wait for Wilde's Little Women. Funny. Uh, hmm? I think she's a funny actress. Like, she's good in comedies. Well, the only movie I've actually liked her yeah, in was Frances like, Ha. And other than Greta, that, I'm not talking was, about Greta Gerwig. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm talking about Olivia Wilde. Sorry. No, but I like but, Olivia Wilde, but like I don't mind her. But, but like Booksmart probably eclipses anything else that mm-hmm. she's and done. It, and yeah. it, the direction on that movie was so it was di- it was it was different. It was almost like it wasn't. It was like I'd seen it before, but it was new and you different. Know what it was to me like the movie Boyhood was like I really liked it because it like reminded Boyhood. me of like mm-hmm. when I was a little kid, and I feel like this movie is for like girls who are just graduating high school, and like they kind of like. It's like a reminiscent movie. Not even that. I think what was really key about this movie is that the two main characters actually didn't deviate from their characters that much. Mm-hmm. Like they, it wasn't like they were trying to change themselves. It was that like you know this has always been us. It's just you know we never let loose when yeah. we should have, and they did let loose, but they were still themselves. Yeah, it wasn't never, really a coming of age movie. It's really just like empowerment. Like we got we're gonna was, stay the way about, we are, but do what I we want to do. I think it is because it was also about them learning to move on because Beanie Feldstein's character always thought that like the two of them were going to be together. Like but she it's had like their life yeah, spoiler alert. They had, had like the ten, she had their life plan set the together. Plan. Yeah. So then it's like it is yeah. a coming in the age movie because it's like, you know, when you're in high school, you know, when you're when you're growing up and stuff, you always think you're gonna be with those friends in high oh, yeah. school, like even further down the road. But it's like, you know, sometimes like you can't always be together, but that doesn't mean your friendship has to end. Exactly. So. That's why I think it's like a reminiscent movie too. That's, That's why if Boyhood and Superbed had a baby, I think this would be the movie. Also, like hands down, the scene. There's a scene in this movie. Spoiler alerts, uh, which we forgot to say beforehand. <laughs> there's a scene in this movie where they turn into fucking dolls. It's like, like an animation scene. I cannot like when I saw that. I was like, okay, this movie's going there, and I love it. Yes, yeah, it really just wave, that's that's what I liked about it. It went there, but like it wasn't like forcing like it wasn't like a forced thing. It just was like, oh, this is. It was like, oh, they're not trying to be something. It's like, oh, they're just doing it, and they're proud of it. And I'm like, this movie is so good. I love it. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like. I don't know. You know how, like, in a lot of these type of movies where, like, it's, like, the main characters get high or something, and then it's just, like, this overly, like, like zooming yeah. on their face, like, ugh. Like, and, like, the camera's, like, whoa, like, yeah, tilting. Yeah, going all white. And this one is just, like, they're dolls, but it's, like, I'm just, like, I don't know why, but I find this more relatable than those scenes where everyone's just, like, whoa, where are yeah. we? What were they on? Eight? They were on Chinese Mom. peyote? No, I think they were on Mars. No, I thought it was Chinese. No, it was That's not. The strawberries uh, yeah. were, were laced with Oh, yeah. Because Billy Ford's character. Yeah, it's like, it's like peyote, but like 
Asian. Billy she, Lord that from that movie has now made me go on a rewatch of Scream Queens just because of how funny she is. Billy like Lord everyone, was genius in this movie. I think I, I don't have one favorite character because I think they all were so funny. Like that's the they, thing. They all it just was like almost like a perfectly casted film. Also, it the was, scene like where. Jason Sudeikis, who plays the principal, and they get into an Uber, and he's the Uber driver, and then they're playing porn on the phone. He's like, oh, you guys want to play this on the car? Don't worry, I'll change it to your phone. And, and it's, it's just... <laughs> no, never do that again. Oh, that's not. That's literally what it was. You didn't need to, you you didn't need to make need to do it. noise. No, they just said know. there was like a squishy noise. Oh, God, I did. <laughs> but their faces when like, it starts playing. But in the theater, they have thing. it so loud. I don't know. I, I think like when the, whoever edited like sound put, put that in the sound in, the sound it was just like... <laughs> louder than everything I've ever heard in a movie. It was just so loud. It was loud. louder than Godzilla's roar in IMAX. It literally like was. It was louder than Avengers Endgame. It, I sound just, like we, it sounded like we were in IMAX theater. And it was just like it was so weird funny. noises. And, and actually, to be honest, the the audience during that film when we saw it, it was a sold-out show, and the audience was really into that movie. I mean, yeah. it was mostly women. I think that that's what they're... That's I think, I think that also was... Uh, yeah, it's mostly... I mean, it's for anyone, but women, I guess, can relate, relate to it. But um, like, they were... Yeah, <laughs> they were um like just I don't know cheering at the screen. They were, you know, like just stuff like that, which I thought was really cool. I think it was about that. I don't think it was like a, a not a fluke. I'm trying to think of the word. Like everything just happened to come together and make like a perfect movie. Not like what's the word? I don't know. It's not like it's like a one hit wonder because I think she can do these. I think it's a movie that like it's not dated. Like I think it can like live yeah. live. On oh, yeah. multiple rewatches, like if you watch Superbad now, I it's a little dated. Like I feel well, like the music th- this, was, I love the music. Yeah, I've been listening to the soundtrack, so but um, that's why everything that's like I feel like together. I feel like this movie can go down in history of like high school movies as some of the best high school movies with like Sixteen oh, Candles, Heather's, Mean Girls. It could totally become like a I, cult. I movie I, I think like, it will, especially if the box office doesn't jump as it should have i think um it just sucks because i also like don't think that like there's a huge word of mouth going around about it either see i think that's i think, I think mostly it, in the it indie is the word of mouth that's, i feel like who are people who are seeing it's because of word of mouth because i really didn't see a lot of promotion they promoted it not well yeah i think it's the people now i think that's what they realize they're like okay we gotta do it now if we want to because they're barely seen any like i saw a couple like late night shows about really it a lot of youtube stuff like youtube yeah. It's like like it always popped up on my recommended movie trailers, and it all and it always like popped up right before I watched anything on YouTube, like for a good like two months or so. But the thing is, is like I didn't know what the movie was about, so I never watched the full trailer. I was also I nervous because the trailer looked very funny, but I was like, usually trailers where I'm like laughing at the trailer, I'm not laughing at all in the movie, and I was because, like, oh. like, no, this had a lot we spoke of about before. It's all <laughs> jokes in there, which. All the joke. I mean, yeah. What, that, and I think the trailer didn't even have the funniest moments. No, because it didn't have the the doll scene. It the, just the it doll, just showed them as dolls no, screaming. It didn't have the Uber that dr- was the Uber thing. The, that's the my Uber favorite thing. scene. Well, the, you, got, you can't put that. You can't put that stuff in the trailer. Yeah. Well, you, they had an art. If they had a red well, band. they were also like as dolls. They were like feeling their bodies. So like, they completely stripped down, and there's <laughs> yeah. just like nothing no, which there. One? Not the the, <laughs> Kate, the Amy Amy's character was like, ooh, this is yeah. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm totally, a feminist, but like, I'm damn. Like she's completely naked and the beanie belting guy is like, Amy, what the fuck are you doing? And it's like really unsettling because it's just like <laughs> they're still themselves. Yeah, but they're like it's like weird. They yeah. said I read online that was like based on like Big Lebowski that scene. I never saw that. Movie, okay, yeah, but. I can see that, but I uh, yeah, I just everyone go see Booksmart. It's yeah, hilarious. Really go see. It's really funny. It's, it's genius. I think it's come totally o- worth come it. Oscar time. I think it's definitely got like a best uh, best original screenplay oh, yeah. nomination in its future. Um, 
if that, if oh, and up here in a knows how to, you know, I wouldn't now. I want to know like what else Olivia Wilde can do directing wise. Like, is she gonna be like, is like the I think she high has, school like genre kind of thing? Her well, I think thing, she has or? one more indie film in her to, to you know get her. Well, she said she wants to direct water. a Marvel movie, and then I feel like that her neck after another smaller film, it's gonna be a big blockbuster. Like I kind of like Marvel Olivia because we're on first name basis. If you're watching, listening, oh my gosh, you should just you should direct something like she should direct something completely opposite. Yeah, because I, I feel I, like this was so good, but like if she does another similar, she's gonna get stuck in that like oh like the high school like stoner type movies. I mm-hmm. feel like she'd do something completely opposite and then it shows how like amazing she is as a director. Yeah, I think I think her next her next one will will um will be like that. Oh. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, so I guess we'll move on. That was our little mini review for Booksmart. I think we're A++. going plus plus plus. Yeah, I definitely see it. I think we will be um, you know, Doing little more mini more reviews about that movie, and, that about movie, and we're going to be doing little mini reviews oh, over the podcasts that have headlines because there are a lot of movies over the summer yeah. and a lot of things to talk about. But um, so let's get to the drink of the week. Are you doing it? Yeah, I'll do it. I, I'm hosting. Well, this. let me do the what's in it, but you can okay. say what it's in it. So what? Matt Chico, just do the drink okay. of the show. Because uh, my brother likes to read exactly what's written down, so I. Wrote random things. Yeah, I, uh, we, we and were not, I also was just looking at it, yeah. and I and I saw cherry, and I thought it said chunky. So there you I, go. Okay, so guys, this. cocktails. We have the goodbye yellow brick road because did we talk say what we we're talking about? Yeah, we did. Rocket oh, man. I feel like that was a long time ago. So one of Elton John's man. famous songs, goodbye yellow brick road. It My has favorite Elton John song, by the way. Jimmy's favorite Elton John song. Um, it has whiskey, lemon juice. Maple syrup, a splash of lemon lime seltzer, and a cherry with a little bit of its juice. So, uh, you when you say with a little shit bit of in its this, juice, these drinks, and like I hope this. What works. do you mean? When you said a little bit of its juice, I was like, ew. I don't know why. I just didn't like how you said that. Okay, Maple sorry. syrup. Yeah, that that's the that's the one that got me a little worried. Kelly's not a fan. So lemony. Yeah, I might put a little too much lemon. Sorry, guys. It's just like lemon juice. I was juice. in a rush. It's like lemon juice. Okay. I think. It's so sour. Yeah. It's the whiskey Oh, by the way, this is, called also, this is also like a whiskey sour, so it's supposed to be sour. It's a take on whiskey sour. Yeah. So, Kelly, it is sour. My I, I didn't watering. like sour. <laughs> My eyes are watering. So, she's if you crying. don't like sour, guys. She loves it so much, she's crying. Definitely pass up this drink, because uh, this is definitely like a sour drink. But it's... It's not terrible. It's not bad. It's, I, it's just a little bit too much lemon for me. It's I'm kind of refreshing, person. though. That's what I like about it. Mm. I think you say every one of your drinks is refreshing. Maybe it's the ice. I don't yeah, know. It's actually ice in this. It hasn't melted and yet. it's hot today. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, Rocket Man. Oh, by the way, drink responsibly, guys. Yeah. Because <clears throat> Elton John didn't. No, he did not. <laughs> so, Spoiler alert segue. on Rocket Man. What did everyone think? I loved it. I thought it was excellent. Um, I really enjoyed the way they did it. It was almost like... It was a different... I did not was not expecting the way they did it. No, I wasn't either. It was a musical about Elton John using Elton John songs, which I thought was very different than it being a like movie a regu- about Elton John with him singing his songs. Because it wasn't just him singing his songs, it was his family members singing them, other random people singing them, his friends, the douchey record producer guy who was the worst character in the world. It was like basically like they were... Oh, were the Richard Madden guy? Yeah. Oh, I wasn't uh, sure if As soon as, I, as, soon yeah, as he met sure him, I was just like, ugh, yeah, so you're so That's trouble. every biopic, like music biopic. It's like, 
It's the villains, like the music producer. I was like, the stop thing is, it. It's just Get like away from mu- him. It's like the musicians keep falling into like those like dark holes. And I was, I was very, very anxious during this movie because I'm like, I know where this is going to end up and you need to stop. Just stop doing what you're doing. See, I didn't realize how bad he was. Well, I didn't realize we how much alive. It, we actually we all burnt alive probably when that. No, I'm just saying. Yeah, but it's like well, I mean, like I knew he was I, a bad alcoholic. I knew because it, it was like notorious for his like drug use back then. I knew he was like I, I knew it was like a thing, but I know it was like I don't know if they really hypertize. Uh, if they hyped up, advertised. No, if they hyped up like the <laughs> drug use and the alcohol use, like. I didn't realize it was that bad. Which I was actually a little surprised since Elton John is a producer on this film. I think like, he wanted that. I he think, wanted I, well, Yes, and I like that. He was true. He didn't try to hide stuff like other biopics do when they're, the Rhapsody. actors are still alive. Bohemian Rhapsody, straight out of Compton, did the same thing with Dr. Dre. So, oh, that's true. Yeah, so they're, they're like when the when the biopics, you know, like person is still alive, they tend to like, you know, like kind of tip like... Tiptoe around it. Tiptoe around some of the more, uh, not obscene... Um, like Un- I don't know, unfavorable, like, unfavorable positions, uh, but I think this one made him. You you knew like he was in trouble. Well, I think that I give props to like Elton John for like wanting to do that. Yeah, like he, I think that's a that makes that is what makes the movie. Like it's you can't just be like oh we're gonna like show like a like a drug use like really far back in the background. Okay, now he's doing drugs. Well, that's someone like that's just a testament to Elton John for someone who's so comfortable with himself and just realizes exactly. like and I he realizes it's gonna know. make a better movie. Mm-hmm. Well, not, I don't think that he just he's comfortable with what he's done in his like, life. Like this is what yeah, it's like he's dealt with his demons. Like mm-hmm. I did this. People should see how it was for me, and hopefully, you know, they turn away from that. Because people learned, and people only saw his stage persona. Yeah. Like, people only knew him for his stage persona, so they didn't know what was going on behind the curtain with him. Well, like, I'm saying, they could also like be a teachable lesson for people who are watching. They're like, if I mean, yeah, yeah, it could also be like, wow, like he got his life together because he was really bad. Like I'm like that, and not really even try. that. I think the most thing that I was like surprised about because, like, I mean, I don't really know that much about Elton John other than like you know the things that you hear in the media or whatever, but. Who knew that he had such an un- unloving childhood? Family, yeah. Like, and like you seem, it's almost like you. It's weird because the mother, I was like, oh, like it seems like she was nice, but like it, she wasn't. Like it was super like backhand compliments. Like, and yeah, it was like at times. The dad I, was just like, I horrible. thought that maybe she that did care about such him. Such a sad scene when he goes to didn't. the dad later on in the in the movie to like that was a talk to him about it. And that he's, was that was. And it's almost like be like, oh, like I'm look at me now. Yeah, like, he's like, I, I had a second chance, and I actually like it now. You like don't care. About and it. he has like kids that he loves and all yeah, that. Yeah, that was not like, even that, but it's like so hard. It was just so heartbreaking. The fact that it's just like he's literally like the biggest music artist in the world right now, and his parents still like don't love him yeah. also was that like his grandmother or his yeah that nephew? was his grandmother i loved her because she just loved him so i was well, like that was the that was the point of that i know but, but i, I was actually, just like, you I go, actually enjoyed the fact that they didn't like just use that as a crutch the entire time because mm-hmm. you know on like in those in these type yeah. of biopics it's always like okay like the grandmother's the one that actually cares about yeah. him like he relies on her so much not like saying anything wrong about it, but i like they didn't use her as like a complete crutch no, they to used be her like, like the appropriate oh amount. yeah so it wasn't it wasn't him just being like grandma like it wasn't blah, like blah, when blah. he was times were tough let me go to grandma like it was just like the grandma was there when he was around the house it wasn't and, like she yeah. went to him well, like i, I also but it was also like re- i maybe that's like realistic where it's just like yeah he had, he had a great grandmother who supported him and everything but you know he didn't go f- to her for everything yeah, she doesn't I, come to you i also like in the beginning you know? when she brings him to the um what was it the royal music <laughs> she's like here's your bus fare <laughs> well there was that and, and he's like trips. i i want to go home and she's like well no everyone gets nervous you got to just do it also do i it. didn't realize is that true that he can do like will he just like learn the piano like by a listening? lot of people a do lot of people can do that i know i i mean I, I just never s- seen it. I've heard about it, but I never like seen like it on like 
like in a movie or whatever, I was like, wow, that's like super impressive. My cousin can do that. Really? Yeah. That's really impressive. And I like, I love the scene where he like plays there the song that she played. He's she's like, why'd you stop? That's as far as you went. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, he he can do stuff. The kid who played like teenage um, Elton, like even though we saw him for such a little bit of time, the one who I did that, him. he was really good. He was good. really good. And the like aggravation song, right? That's what the song he did. I don't want to aggravation. You mean Saturday, Saturday Night's Alright? Thank you. I couldn't Providing. think of the name. I, I thought like, it was aggravation because like, I, I saw it. I was like, I was like, I was going to that. And I was like, wait, is that Saturday no, Night's No, but song? like, I think that kid was really, really good because in the scenes where like, you know, he was interacting with them, like I, the way the kid acted and the motion through his eyes was... I thought it was excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought like I didn't really care for the young, young one. I mean, for well, he was kid, adorable. It's hard. Bad, though, it's hard for for, for them for small children to act sometimes. But he was he was he reminded sometimes. me like Jacob Tremblay just because of his acting and like he looked like him to me. Well, uh, no, I don't think he looked no. like Jacob Tremblay. But like it was like he reminded me because of like how good he was. Like I'm like wow. Look. Wait, the littlest? No, one? no, no, the mid, the the. The one before Taron Edgerton. The yeah, teenage years I, I, I liked him. Yeah, that's the one I was talking about. I'm yeah. sorry, we don't know the actor's name. Little boy number But two. we can talk about now the actor we do know, Taron Edgerton, who was amazing in this movie. He I'm sorry. Was he beautiful. was beautiful. Like, I was so surprised by, like, it wasn't even just his acting. Like, his, not, I mean, like, what, like, the way he was, like, saying stuff, I was like... The scenes where he would like be like super depressed, and then like he put like a hat on, like some crazy headdress on, and be, like just put a smile on. And I'm like, that's like, yeah, he was literally it was putting a she was putting on a persona to go out to perform. Honestly, yeah. I didn't expect any less of him because like I loved him in Eddie the Eagle and everything, mm-hmm. and it's just like you know, okay, yeah, he made like his big break doing like Kingsman and the action mm-hmm. movies, but like the movies that I've seen him in, uh, minus Robin Hood. <laughs> Did you see Robin Hood? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm not gonna talk about that movie, but the other movies that I've seen him in, like when he does dramatic roles, like he is just he's so good, he's so versatile, and the way he commits to the role is just. That's like, what I loved about it. I think he really he's was like, really he really went into it. He's he's going to have an amazing career because like Edgerton. I thought he was going to be good. I'm like, oh, he he looks really good, but like he like blew my expectations out of the water. I was like, I was sitting there, I was like, he is like incredible. Yeah, like I kept thinking of Eddie the Eagle a lot of times because like I love Eddie the Eagle. I don't know if you That's guys saw it. That's saw it's it, so good. good, and he's he's amazing and it's also directed by Dexter Fletcher who also directed this movie I could see like his touches in there but it's just like I think it's just a testament to Taron Edgerton's like acting ability I mean we're talking about a guy who can go from making like awesome action movies being like kind of like a douchey fuck boy like from the first Kingsman Mm -hmm. to like just completely transforming himself and I don't know and selling it He's one of those, like, Christian Bale actors that can do, like, any role, I feel like. Like, he, like, puts himself in it, and then it's, like, amazing, whatever he does. You know what I mean? And he actually also sang in this movie, which I thought was good. He's it a was. good singer, too. Yeah, he's a good like, singer. And he wasn't, like, other movies where they just sing. dub it in. <laughs> no, sing, but he sang in that movie, no, too. No, no, I'm saying, like, sing, like, no one expected him to be able to well, sing yeah. like when that. He said, when he sang, I'm still standing, another Elton John song. <laughs> they said he worked with Elton John three times, like, for this movie, because he was oh, yeah, Elton John's Kingsman producer. Two. Kingsman 2, because Elton John... It was like that weird, like Julianne Margulies. I mean, not Margulies. Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore had like a layer, and like he was just singing it. That, yes, it? that was her. Um, that was his. Um, that was her um, performance. Like yeah. that's what kept her entertained. I th- I didn't realize they worked together so long. It was also interesting that apparently uh, I Elton totally John, forgot that they were together in Kingsman. Yeah, too. yeah. Elton John was like, "Don't be exactly like me when making this movie. Make it your own thing." But I was like, 
I, I thought that maybe that's why I liked him so much because you know it's Elton John. You can tell, like, because if you've seen Elton John, he wasn't trying to be Elton John. He wasn't completely. doing a shot for shot creation of like his shows and all that because he probably can watch those shows online and be like, okay, I'll do exactly like this. He did his, he kind of put his own style to it, and I really like that. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that. Um, I thought Jamie Bell was was okay. He, he was good. He I, was I good. Him. I like Jamie Bell. I thought there was no bad actors. No. Yeah, because um, oh my god, what's the guy's I name? I thought Bryce Dallas yeah. Howard was gonna be bad. From Game of Thrones. Oh, Richard, Richard Madding. I hated his character, and I think that was just how good an actor he was. Because yeah. I wanted to smack him and be like, "Stop!" I, honestly, I was very. I didn't know Richard Madden could sing. Yeah, same. And when like, he and when he yeah. sang, that's why you know I actually brought up before we started the podcast. I was like, I feel like Richard Madden had auditioned for Elton John, mm-hmm. but like he got this role instead because I was just like, I am. I did not know that he could sing that well. But like. Mm-hmm. When you say like he auditioned for Elton John, I was looking at like who people were like rumored to be Elton John. They had the weirdest list, like Daniel Radcliffe, who I cannot see as Elton John. Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake. Tom Cruise was apparently attached to it at one point. I was like, thank God this was in like a long development period because like if they made this movie with those people, I don't think it would have been an inkling as good as it was. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I can't see any of them doing Elton John, especially Tom Cruise. Like, why would, Why is he in the running? I guess maybe that was, like, maybe because it was Rock of Ages. Maybe when it first started, like, they were first, like, thinking about the movie. Like, he was younger and, like, maybe it was a, like, a long like development. How 20 years ago? I don't know. I'm just saying maybe it was, like, they started thinking of this. Well, he's been a, Elton John's been a huge forever. So, like. Yeah, they, usually I, don't, they usually don't make a biopic, so like, random. 20 years after they start. It's got to be. Usually they're they're dead or it's, they're well, very, not very even that, but, like, Tom Cruise yeah. isn't a bad actor. It's just. Just like as of like probably the last decade or so, he's just more or less committed himself to just doing action movies because yeah. he's done drama heavy movies and he's gotten nominated for things like that. He just Did he like win for Oscar? No, no, he was no, nominated for Magnolia. Collider. I know. Oh, I thought it was Collateral. And then no, no but there was, was Jimmy like, Fox. But there was like a he's still like like Vanilla Sky, like all those types yeah. of movies were. Um, a few good men and all. he was no man. yeah maybe a few good men like he was, he was like he's a really good actor but it's just for the fact that the last decade or so he's really just committed himself to just straight up action so I think people forget he can actually do dramatic yeah. roles I don't think he can sing though I don't okay know. Rock of Ages no no that no, was no that was movie. that was not you know good. Surpri- I don't know why but I thought Bryce Dallas Howard because in the trailers all you hear is like her screeching like high pitched voice her, the Cockney accent yeah and, and I was like. She's going to be so bad in this movie. But I was, like, presently surprised. And I thought when she started singing, I, like, had to hold my breath first. I thought it was going to be, like, Wah! like really high, like, super high voice. I was, like, Did that noise oh. again? <laughs> I hate... Why? You guys make the weirdest noises I can't with you two sometimes. <laughs> but, like, I, I was, like, I thought it was going to be, like, weird, that whole scene with the family singing. Because I, th- I thought she was just going to go, like, cockney accent while, while singing. But once again, they really. I was like, I was. There was a few times where I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen, what I, and then they be like, I was like, oh, this is cool. Okay, great. I, yeah. I agree with that because I really hate it when people like, even in musicals or something like that, when they sing and they incorporate the accent, accent into it, and it's just like and it's a fake accent to begin with. I'm yeah, like, and it's just kind of like Lin Manuel Miranda, but Mary Poppins. He- Oh, well, he wasn't that great in that movie. It's not even that. It's just, like, I hate when people do that because it's just, like, when we hear, like, British artists, like, on the radio, they don't sing like that. The only one is Adele. The only one I hear is Adele. No, she You barely hear her accent. You barely hear it. And then, like, Ed Sheeran and all them, it's like... No, yeah, you you, never hear that. You don't hear anything. And then, like, when when people, like, sing in, like, these type of musical movies and they add it in, I'm just like, please, please don't do that. That's why when singers do, like, interviews, you're like, wait, they sound like that? Because, like... 
they just sound normal when they're singing, and then like they have this weird accent and stuff. And I'm like, like Billie Eilish has an accent. Yeah. Oh, does she? Yeah, but uh, you would have no idea. Yeah. That's why I'm just like, why do they add the accent in? I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's like something. It was an acting choice. We're talking but about she, Mary she Poppins. No, we're no, but she didn't oh, okay. do it. But like, I she didn't like. There was only like one or two scenes that actually had her sing in, so she wasn't didn't sing that much. I also she's the, kind of like a one note character, but she did it very well. The one criticism I had about I, this, the one of the one of few criticisms I had about this movie was that they aged Bryce Bryce Dallas they, Howard. Oh my god, way I, too late. I said that in the middle of the movie, and I turned to Jimmy and I said, "I was like, I guess Bryce Dallas Howard she's just ageless. doesn't age at all." Fountain of Youth, <laughs> and then finally she aged. Then I was just like, "But it was like a finally. hard age, yeah. like a hard age." But then the person that she was with her boyfriend didn't age at no, all just like just a little gray every now and the then the only one who actually aged was elton john i think that's yeah. uh, taron edgerton that's the only one they had the makeup budget for yeah but I, I they but like did you notice that like when they were doing that scene with the piano where it's like whipping around he's just singing one song but he's changing outfits all of his like, elton john's like iconic outfits there were a couple times i was like wait did they actually just like use elton john that's what i thought like, too but then like, I, if you look really look closely it's it's taron edgerton he looks like Elton John, a hundred percent from afar. More, and but also then when you get closer to his face, more you towards the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah. He looks when he a gets lot older, like he looks a lot like. And I don't know why. I thought Elton John was always like fat, even when he was younger. But then I saw pictures when they like were comparing. Well, them, he wasn't was like, like oh, okay, super he wasn't, skinny. But no, he but wasn't. He just no, wasn't fat. I thought he was like beer belly, everything. I don't know why. I just don't look at Elton John pictures that no. often. But but um. When I was watching this film, I thought I was like, "This movie is almost like they recorded a Broadway play." Yeah, when they were doing it, it was just so over the top in a great way. Well, that's Elton John. Elton John is over the top, and like it was almost like it was like even in his mind, everything's over the top. So that's why, like when he was singing, like it was almost like he was retelling his story. And it was just like he was telling you the musical, but which they, I thought was great. Uh, they used the songs at the right point, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. It wasn't just like, oh, oh, we really just need to put this, we need to put Tiny Dancer in here randomly. And yeah. it's like, yeah. no, the songs actually were incorporated into the scenes and perfectly fit exactly. it wasn't what like was going like, on. Look, they have a list, and they're like, well, the movie's kind of ending. What movie should we put? What music would you put in now? I actually thought the best place music was, was when they actually sang Rocket Man. They sang it a couple times. No, they? but like when they actually sang it, when he um, was when he, he in the Dodgers in the pool. Yeah. Well, no, he, he oh, tries to kill himself, oh, and then he cool. um, they bring him up from out of the water, and they're in the hospital, yeah. pumping his stomach and stuff, and they're changing him to get ready for yeah his his performance at Dodger just, Stadium, yeah. which is pretty much all Richard Madden's character cared about was just making getting him, him to this. getting him to the performances and making the money. But that was another thing, even though I, he was I, actually that's why suicidal I, and and an alcoholic. That and was drug another thing where I was like. This movie is amazing, but like, there's sometimes you're not sure what they're gonna do. So all of a sudden, he's falling in the pool, and there's just a, ch- a child in like a scuba mask. I'm like, or like a whatever it's called. I was like, what's about to happen? But then it's great, and I was well, like, well, I, I knew. Okay. Well, he was also extremely high because he just overdosed. No, I know, but you don't know what they're about to. Do. You don't know how far they're gonna take it, like how crazy they're gonna go, and you're like, oh, don't. This movie's doing really well. Don't ruin it. But they didn't. Like it would have been weird, like if he did that, and then all of a sudden we saw him like on a spaceship, like moonwalking. Then I would have been like, "Ooh, yeah. this is too much." But like when the scene, I think it was a uh, like the scene with, it was at the end at of Dodger that. Stadium. All of a sudden he's like rock. I'm like, "What's he becomes a rock?" But, but okay, okay, that scene was just weird because uh, you guys are gonna say I'm weird for pointing this out. When like he was uh, like about to, sh- so in the scene he's like singing Rocket Man. He's at Dodger Stadium and stuff. But he's then like super, he's, he's about he's about to like literally like 
shoot off in the space. He's literally like, a rocket man. Yeah, like he's starting to lift off. But like when I was watching it, this sounds so weird. They like for some reason made his crotch like go back in forth. I was like, what the fuck is happening? I saw it. I saw it, and I was like, what is happening? I, I love like, how like they shot him into an airplane, and then there's like smoke. I'm like, they really committed, though. Like, well, that's I, the I think the, the, what I took from that, those scene transitions, was he's now waking up. He doesn't know what coming day it is. High. Yeah. He's coming out of his but high. Was he high in between? I he was always studio? high. He was, he was just like, always, he was fucked he up the he, entire time. He, he, he overdosed, got his stomach pumped, was, and as they were changing him like out of the one clothes into the next, getting him ready, it was just like, they were just yeah. one, two, three. Like He was like, oh, no, no, it was, like, it was just a um, uh, chest infection. Don't worry, he'll be fine. Like No, he had a heart attack. But the pacing no, no, was so good. I was Don't like, worry. But like, even... Um, what, what the pacing was, was good because they made it like realistic in the fact that like Elton John probably doesn't remember half of mm-hmm, what exactly. the hell happened because he was in a drug induced haze. So it's just like we can skip time because it's just like he did. He skipped time, but like the scene where it's like it's supposed to be like a, like one big orgy. Like that's the scene that symbolizes he just slept around. Mm-hmm. I was like. Um, just lost my train of thought. So okay, well, <laughs> orgies <laughs> threw him off. <laughs> but no, oh, that that was okay. That, I know what I was gonna say. It was good instead of just like having him. There's like a montage of him like having sleeping sex. around, which is stupid. Oh, not stupid. But it's dude, also I hate that like a bunch of critics were like the sex is just it, it's crazy. There's so much gay sex. I'm like. There was the like one nothing. Sex, the one there's sex one scene sex was scene. about thirty seconds, and there was long, nothing. And you saw his butt. You saw his butt. Yeah, yeah. You saw oh. his butt. That was about it. It must have been really quick because I barely even saw it. Yeah, but uh, it was like the least graphic sex scene like I've ever seen in an R. Like even movie. Calm down. Like I was like, you literally. They were like, and the studio was going to cut it. And it's that, not even like a big deal. And like, the studio literally would have still gotten the R rating for the amount the of drugs and like, uh, language in this movie. Apparently, I don't know who said it. Uh, Taron Egerton or Elton John was like that. The other studios when they were pitching the movie, they were like, you need to cut out. All the sex. I'm like, there was. What are you talking about? All the sex. There well, was that, one scene. That that, that that's a, that. Yeah, I remember when Paramount was cutting the film. They were like, oh, we might we might you know cut that out, and they all fought for it. I know they like, just had a thing now that like Elton John and the Rocketman team were like mad at Russia because Russia like cut out the sex scene and yeah. censored it. But it was almost like the way that people, the media was making, or like people are making it seem like. It was honestly like I, there was like a five minute shot of just a penis. I and didn't, that's it. I didn't hear any of this controversy to be honest. Yeah, when really? they were cutting I it, they were because people read anything were, about uh, it. People, uh, people it are all, really, of course going to compare this to Bohemian Rhapsody, but but because they were like, well, well, Bohemian, well, Bohemian Rhapsody, you know, didn't show all the sex. It took a lot of liberties with the story. But mm-hmm. yeah, they also did that. This one was, I think, very true to what happened. Was very true to Elton John's life, and it wasn't gratuitous. And I mean, the drug not use a, was gratuitous, but, but not even like it was just like seen. It was just. Right before you go out, it was very casual. I mean, it was very casual the way they just kind of snuck in the drug use. It was like, he was just, you all of a sudden just be like, he would go like sniff something and you'd be like, oh, okay, I guess he just did coke. Like, it was just, it wasn't like they made a scene where it was like, he bought the coke. It's still just like. He poured it out. He like got the roll, rolled the I think it's just that stigma still, like, you know, like, I mean, just Hollywood still like, you know, staying in its old traditional ways and not wanting it to happen. Because I mean, there there are like sex scenes between women that are way more graphic than that. Yeah. So that's why it's just like, what's the difference if we're seeing like two guys do it? Not that it's like they have yeah. to go hardcore, but it's Game not a Thrones. huge deal. I know this is a movie, but there's a scene in Game of Thrones where there's just literally <laughs> oh two God. women going at it while this guy is doing a season, long monologue. Like season one episode, and one. no one has no, and no one still has no idea what he's saying. <laughs> it's just yeah, like, I was like, what's I was happening? like. 
am I watching like porn? I was like, <laughs> I, what is going on right now? I texted you, Jimmy, and I was just like, wait, what's happening? And seeing they're just like, they're just literally in the background, like in Littlefinger's having this whole conversation right now. Like a full right monologue. Like a, like like a, a really important monologue. monologue. But back to Rocket Man because. Oh, but we were talking about the comparison. We were? Where were we well, talking about Bohemian Rhapsody? Yeah, I did, I did bring it up because it's like. People are going to compare. Sorry, this to I, got, I got thrown off now. By the four. <laughs> By the Game of Thrones. Because the Game of Thrones. I'm not even seeing it and I'm thrown off. Um, <laughs> uh, now I lost my train because I just thought of the scene and I lost my train of thought. Uh, <laughs> did you like Rocket Man or Bohemian Rhapsody better? I liked Rocket Man a lot better. Kelly? <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm still distracted. Um, I enjoyed Rocket Man a lot more than Bohemian Rhapsody. I liked Rocket Man better. I just feel like Rocket And surprisingly, Boy- Dexter Fletcher finished Bohemian Rhapsody after Brian Singer was I think that's fired. pretty funny like that he did both. But like But I love Bohemian Rhapsody, not saying it. Like Bohemian Rhapsody when I watched it, like I was like really like pumped up, especially when they did all the songs. But Rocket Man I I enjoyed more just because I don't know, I there was just something more magical about it. But here's mm-hmm. the thing: I only liked about Bohemian Rhapsody was the songs. Like when there weren't, like if they didn't, if they didn't use, I mean, it's kind of hard. Cheeks is a big hater of Bohemian Rhapsody. Did you not like it, Jimmy? Either? I enjoyed it. I thought there was a lot of issues with it, like the pacing. I actually, one of the major things was I was just like, oh, he's a drug addict. I would barely exactly. know because there was just a little line of coke yeah. on the dresser, and, and then, that was it. Apparently, he slept around with even though he like he like shook someone's hand he was like he's a slut like well then again but that also like Bohemian Rhapsody had a PG-13 rating it had a PG-13 rating and I think a lot of either Freddie Mercury's family or his bandmates are still alive all his, I just my, there's like a lot of cherry <laughs> juice at the bottom of my all drink, his but. bandmates are still alive so I think they kind of want to protect the queen reputation since you know they are still on tour but at the same time though Elton John is still alive and he's still on tour but like I and actually and, like, I, and I think and I think that actually it, yeah it makes respects it's more good towards him. Yeah, but the thing is, is that like, we can't really like be mad at queen. Cause the thing is, is that like, you know, Elton John, like we just said is still alive. So he can give the okay to do this and this. Mm -hmm. Freddie Mercury is a whole different story. Like I didn't so, mind like, the movie; we can't, it just was okay. I, Bohemian Rhapsody is just the, the music movie was that, great because I love Queen. But it's just a movie that I find very enjoyable. Like I'm not looking at it as a biopic. I don't. I'm not looking at it hard at all. It's just a movie that I enjoy watching. Mm-hmm. It's now, fun to watch, and it makes you feel really good towards the end. I would be really upset though, like come Oscar season, because I think Rocket Man is like Oscar worthy. If they if they like don't give it a Best Picture, depending on what other, what other movies come out, Best Picture and Best Actor, because I think both of them. I think. Taron Anderson blew um, Rami, Malek. Rami Malek out of the water. And I think Rockman blew Bohemian Rhapsody out of the water. Uh, yeah, I, I totally agree with I don't, that. I, I, don't, I think that's like shit that they're like, oh, like, we've already, already given nominations to like. We already did the music biopic. biopic last year, so. But th- that's what I don't like about because it, it wasn't. I feel like they. I almost said something. I feel like I the. Said, the pro- I think that. They shot it too fast. They gave him all these things, but I'm like, you were. There's this Elton John movie that's coming out that looks much better. I think that the problem is is that Rockman honestly is still not Rockman Bohemian Rhapsody is still kind of riding on popularity even now like people are still talking about yeah. it so it's like on tour it's going to be hard for Rocketman to overcome the overcome that which makes me angry because I just I feel like it should be the I, I just feel like that shouldn't be the top biopic movie people like aspire to I I, I don't know that it's hard for me to say anything right now because I don't know what else is going to come out. Yeah, yeah, that's no. the only thing. It's no, so it's, early. No, I mean, Taron Egerton. I, I mean, definitely at the Golden Globes, it'll get like the musical categories and stuff. Taron Egerton deserves acknowledgement. He deserves yeah, he an was Oscar. Very, he was very, very good. He, if anything, he deserves an Oscar nomination at least. Like 
no matter who's nominated. If that's the only bo- uh, not Bohem- uh, only uh, Rocket Man nomination, don't it should be Taron Edgerton. It should be more, but it, it should be because he was just I can't even or explain costume how design. No, it's the costumes. Yeah, but I can't even I sound they, design. You know, because it's a musical. I just can't even like even explain how good he was. I was just so surprised because I was like, oh, he's gonna be. It's gonna be just a good movie. This movie was just like it's I also, was just like smiling because I was like, this is such because I love the music and it's just such a good movie. It's also really good that they had him singing live on during some of the stuff like yeah. in the beginning Goodbye, when, when he started when he was singing live. I really really love in type of musical mm-hmm. movies that incorporate music when they sing live. It doesn't have to be entirely. Like live, like when they go into the more fantastical elements, but the fact when they started off live, like I just love it because I feel like it makes it feel more more real. more real, and I feel like it helps the actors get more into, into it, it, like while while they're singing, because like you know, lip syncing, like they might not be able to feel the same way versus like them actually there was singing only in the song. One bad lip sync in this movie. It was like the woman he ended up marrying, oh, when they were doing the sun going down, her <laughs> mouth like barely opened, but she was like singing so loud. I'm like. I can't even see your teeth. I'm like, well, your, your mouth is closed. Like, <laughs> <laughs> if Machiko can't see your teeth, you're not a good singer. <laughs> no, but like, no, but like, do you know what I mean? Though, like, her mouth was like, you. No one can see me, but like, they will. They're like, boo, 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 boo. but she was like, Whoa. I was like, what? You I were in the bathroom. At this I thought point. that was. I, had to go to the bathroom I thought that was that just point. more of the more random parts of the movie. That was just like, all right, like he married a woman at one point, so we just got the throw next that scene in. after that was a great scene where like they come out separate doors and then like he pours like this. She pours like a coffee, and he pours like a bottle of alcohol, and then uh, she just starts. He crying. had a screwdriver. Were you there? Though? I thought yes, you were there. No, I literally back, walked. I walked back in as they're walking out of the, uh, the church after being married. He literally uh, only missed them singing to each other. Because <laughs> the he's worst part. Like, <laughs> I, can I say that was the worst part of the movie? That, that was it. Because Jimmy's just like, what I miss? I'm like, they they were just looking at each other and singing, and then that was it. And then they got married. <laughs> now, do you think that because of Bohemian Rhapsody and because of Rocketman, like this is going to like kick off like? The new trend of biopics. Um, is they right? The guy who directed this already said he wants to do a Madonna biopic. Yeah, I saw that. I mean, it depends on the person. Is going to be like the new reboot? Like, it's going to be all biopics now. I mean, I I don't mind seeing if, as long as they keep it true to the the, the story of the musician or something. Act, it depends on the musician too. I feel like I yeah, it's really hard to do these types of movies because it's like you know. You really shouldn't be doing these movies if you don't have the permission of the person or the people exactly. involved because it's it's really like difficult. Like how they've tried to do like um, biopics for TLC. Um, uh, you guys know who TLC is, yes. right? So it wasn't on t- it was like a Lifetime thing. Yeah, but the thing is, is that like you know sometimes they don't they're not getting the OKs or like the Whitney Houston yeah that biopic. Sorry, it's like can if, I have a drink, Kelly? Yeah, can if I you're think? if you're I'm not thirsty, getting yeah. the OK from like the people or something like you really just shouldn't do it mm-hmm. especially when it's concerning someone who had such a tum- like a tumultuous like life mm-hmm. and like trials like you really if you want to <laughs> tell the story tell the story but like you really should just get the okay from them that's why elton that's why i think rocket man is so, so good they, i feel like they got the okay also he's a producer so they can literally be like like they can get all his. And he was very open about his life. I feel like Madonna would be very like at certain points would be. Like, I feel like I she'd be a Madonna she, and be like she might want to glamorize. I yeah. don't want that in the movie. I don't want that. like Winnie Houston. I mean, like it would be hard because you get like okay from family, but you don't have her to talk to about the movie. Like that'd be a good movie. You have it's, like, uh, real what's stuff. his face, Bobby Brown, who would 
We don't, don't even want to talk he about probably, him. He with probably that just movie. wants to even focus. He on would just money. Probably. He would just want the money. He from would the say movie. yes. The That's the thing. Like it's like you have to pick the right people, especially people who are going to work with you, because you might get people who don't work with you. Um, another, even though this isn't a musician, the Tol- the new Tolkien movie, like Which the one? Tolkien. Oh yeah, the new the the his estate and his family did not sign off on it, and that movie is just a bomb, like critically and financially, isn't it? Yeah. It, but can I say though, like I. F- I keep forgetting my sentences. Um, You're thinking of Game of Thrones? (laughs) (laughs) Game of Thrones keeps out of my head. I feel like... It'll come to me. Keep talking. Okay, we'll we'll keep talking. (laughs) Oh, I feel like that's why I maybe didn't like Bohemian Rhapsody as much, because they kind of were like, we're going to do this. The band said it's okay. The family said it's okay. We don't have Freddie Mercury to talk to, so we're just going to infer a lot of things. Well, yeah, but that's like what I said before. I'm like, that's why Rocket Man's better. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think we, that's the, I was just like. But adding you, to you your kind point. of have the opposite. I mean, with Straight Outta Compton, where Dr. Dre is still alive, but Easy E has had died. Was the Dr. Dre thing that was like the whole controversial part? Was that like a while after the movie? Like, not I don't when the movie know took exactly. Place, was it after that happened? I don't know exactly when it was. I think it was. But the thing is, like, but did, I don't think people really like objected to it. Though he did. I know he did. That Who? was Dr. Dre. Did not want. Sorry, to I don't. I don't really movie, remember. Right? Though. Hmm? He's a producer in the movie. He was a producer. Him and Ice Cube were producers. Well, that, yeah, that that does come to the problem. The They're like, ooh, maybe we'll. Can we infer that you? Let's, let's just you know skip over that part where you know things happen. But then, but, then that, and that's that's like the first string that makes the movie like. And that's a great movie, but that's like the first like string that break, like the like, thing that breaks. That it's like, yeah, ooh, that, it's starting to like. Why does this feel weird? This movie now, like, yeah, biopic know? movies are really, really weird. And it's a tough movie to make, especially concerning like people with very, very huge controversies, like you know, Doctor Dre and whatever. It's like, what can you say? What can you say? There might be legal ramifications, but they like, might come back and sue you. But then like, it's like mm-hmm. a lot of people want to know what happened. Yeah, if I'm going to see a biopic, I want a true biopic. I don't want something glamorized or you know. I think that's. Over. What like I love about this movie because it's just like I don't think I've seen like a true biopic like this. It's just like you really see how low he gets. And you I mean, really I think there are other ones, but we're just there are really good right ones now. that are. Or, no, there are other. I think this is one of like my. This is like if you think of biopics, this is not my like amazing like first one I think of, but it's one of the ones I think of of the best ones. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we I miss- mean, but again, like we we also like us three have to do some research because I mean, there it might not be a hundred percent like. You know, we because d- d- I mean we don't know anything about Elton John's life. Let's be. I mean, I did just say I didn't know that he was that like drugged out and stuff. So that's why it's like no, yeah. But other than but like you know, Elton John gave the okay and everything, and it really was like an intimate movie. That's, getting yeah. a look into it because when Elton uh, when they start the movie off, you know, Elton John like I don't know if he was saying this sarcastic. He's like, no, I had a great dad. You know, he yeah. loved me, gave me affection and everything. And then like you know, as he the movie goes on, he's taking off his stage outfit and he's stripping down basically. And Metaphors. that's when the story keeps keeps getting more and more, um, more into his. Thing. And then so, everyone like, turns into black and white almost and like breaks into song. I love that scene though. Yeah, yeah. But, can you get off your phone, please? We're doing a podcast. I was checking something. No, we're doing oh, a podcast. This is the most important. But no, but yeah, like I think this is great. But like, if people are going to start going on this biopic bandwagon, like you better be getting the okay from the actual person or their family. Like you need to get some actual insight. Like, like the next biopic I know that comes out is the Judy Garland biopic, and I am not sure if they. But like, I, I taking liberties. I don't know why you guys are taking liberties. Like, why if you're going to take liberties and change someone's story, it's like why are you even making this biopic? Then well, that's why I that's why I had a problem with Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. That was my main problem. 
problem. That's because if you're gonna get the okay, you have to get the okay the first step, and the second, you should stick to the story as close. I mean, yes, I know movies take liberties here and there, but like nothing crazy. I feel like if you're gonna start taking your own liberties, like just be like, no, we're not gonna stop making the movie because I feel like then it just like it knocks it down. Liberty by liberty. Like, it's okay to cut stuff out, but, like, you can't just change the entire thing of how it happened. It's like a real story. You can't just be like, we're going to make it how we feel it happened. Yeah. So it's like, that's the thing. Like, if, and then you got to get the okay and you got to be true to it. Cause, like, I'm going to see this because I want to know about the actual person, not the fluffy, like, outside, like, persona that Mm -hmm. they put on. Mm -hmm. Do you think? That's my biggest problem with like documentaries too about like yeah. musicians and stuff. Like they're always like it's deep, it's personal, but then it's like they don't say anything. Like the only other documentary, the most recent one that came to mind was probably like Demi Lovato's on YouTube. She just let it all loose. Mm-hmm. I think those are the best ones when you really know the truth. That's that's the thing. Versus like other ones like that just like glean over it. Yeah. Do you think you agree with the ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes? I yeah. do. Why is that 90? I feel like it should be higher. It's the, I mean, yeah, it's 90% critics, and then the audience score is 80, 88%. So, I, I mean, I do agree it should be a little higher. I think, like, 95. But the one thing that, the one thing that like, I probably will criticize, this is just personally, like, I felt like in the middle it dragged a little bit. But, you know, that's just because, you know, it's like a two-hour movie. It's not bad. But in the middle, I was just kind of like, can we hurry up a bit? I thought that was like that in the beginning until, like, Darren Edgerton actually, like, I actually like the beginning a lot. The only reason I felt it was a little slow in the middle was because I had to pee really badly. But besides that, I didn't, I thought it like the pacing was so well. It was like it was just moving so constantly that I was like, oh, like okay, I'm constantly into it. Mm-hmm. Oh, and this is just a side note; it has nothing to do with it. But I really hope that that guy in the movie theater that fell asleep. I hope he's alive. Yeah, shout out to the guy who I <laughs> think is dead in the seat. Right when now. we like tapped him, and we're like, excuse me, we need to get out of the row, and he just didn't move. But if I did AMC see him breathing. AMC Thirty Fourth Street is like concerned, <laughs> listening right now. You should check your Dolby theater because I think there's a dead man there. Because like literally, no joke, guys. This guy's at the end of our row trying to get out. He's out like a light, and I'm like, "Excuse me, sir." And then I tap him. Did not even flinch or move. Like Jimmy had was just like making sure he was breathing, and then we're like, and "Okay, then, we gotta go." Okay, turn, turn, around. Around. turn around, Jimmy. Do your thing now. Okay, so let's let's rate this now. I'm gonna give this an eight, Matt. Um, I'm gonna give it an. 8.5. I'll do my 0.5s. 8.5. Oh, I Kelly? was going to say 8.5. <laughs> okay, so then that... That's e- definitely top shelf. It's definitely top shelf. Two? Uh, <laughs> I made a mistake. It's at an 8.33333333. Top shelf. It is top shelf. Go see this movie. Recommend. The best. Go see the, Booksmart. With go, go see Rocketman. Rocket Man. Just go see any movie. Don't say any movie. No. Go see the movies that we just talked out. Yeah, about. Yeah, there's some stinkers You out. will enjoy every, both of these movies. Um, I think that anyone can go see them. It's just these two movies are very good. They're, you won't be disappointed. If do you a want. double feature. That'd be a really good double feature. Yeah, let's do a double feature. Book Smart I, and Rocket I feel Man. like that's a really random double feature. It is, but like it's good. <laughs> two great movies. Yeah. Do your thing, Jim. Okay. I know you want to do the outro. Okay, so we got to put a cork in it for today, but make sure to subscribe <laughs> to our podcasts on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and all other podcasting apps where you listen to your podcasts. Oh. And don't forget to follow, like, and comment on our Twitter and Instagram and to keep up to date with the latest episodes, drinks, movie news, anything film-related at poppoorreview.com. That's .com. That's our email. 
And we hope email to us too. I guess. You can email us if you want. Just go to at pop poor review. Don't at the dot com. <laughs> you won't find this on any social yeah. media. So, but um, we hope to see you again for another drink next time and see you later. Bye. Bye. See ya. Review.